Thanks for joining us for the conclusion of another highly questionable week. Uh, Izzy Gutierrez has kicked Stugatz out of here. Stugatz has borrowed his clothes. What do you like on the show today, Izzy? I want to know if he wants Chris Paul on the Miami Heat now. Oh, Chris yeah. Paul. Look at that. Dale, papi. Those Russell Westbrook made the Rockets better. What a great question. He was the MVP of the league and averaged a triple-double, and there was no trade market for him. And this is a legitimate question because the answer is, I don't know, and you don't know, and Daryl Morey doesn't know. But the analytics guy, the face of analytics, just said, hey, get me more talent. And what they do have now, and I don't know how these pieces are going to fit, neither one of them are catch-and-shoot shooters, but what you had was a window that was close to closed. And what you've done by bringing in someone younger who's going to be available, he is someone who plays as opposed to Chris Paul, you've opened the window just a little bit and let some fresh air in. And a guy who won MVP just a couple of years ago. It's really hard to believe that the James Harden-Chris Paul relationship didn't really have much to do with this because if you look at fit, it would make a little bit more sense that Chris Paul and James Harden would fit together for the reasons you just said there. They also almost beat the Warriors a couple of years ago, save for a Chris Paul injury. This is a relationship trade. It has to be. It does give them a different dynamic, and I like it because it makes them more explosive. The question is going to be, what does Russ, Russell Westbrook do in the half court when James Harden is dancing with the ball? But really, that doesn't matter as much because normally James Harden shoots it after he's dancing with the ball. So I love the idea of just having a real fast break at attack and having James Harden still do his thing and you know James Harden is going to want to do his best to prove that it was Chris Paul that was the problem and not him. Oh, this is going to work great until the playoff and then ah, ah, <laughs> both of them ah, have yeah, that ah, a little bit. Oh my god, oh. that tongue has something oh. on it and it was green and pasty. <laughs> Are the Thunder in a great position? This is one of the greatest underachievements from this franchise in the history of sports. I'm not talking about Paul George and Russell Westbrook. I'm talking about nine years ago, this team was in the finals, and they had four guys under 25. Serge Ibaka, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden. Three of them have won MVPs. One of them averaged a triple-double, and they've got nothing to show for it but a bunch of draft picks. They did the best they could after getting blindsided by Paul George. Everything might have been different if Paul George had just remained healthy the last half of the season when he was an MVP candidate the first half and not at all the second half. But instead, they're left with a bunch of draft picks. And you could play fantasy ball all you like. This is a profound and echoing underachievement. Yeah, I definitely don't want to hear all the compliments to the Thunder. And look at the haul they got back. They probably just got back a bunch of draft picks that won't even be in the top 10 or anything like that. And so they're just gambling. They're just throwing the dice and seeing if they get a couple of good numbers there, like they did with Russell Westbrook, like they did with Kevin Durant. And they tried to build something there. It didn't work out. But this is probably the way these small market teams have to do it. Just grab as many young players as you can at once, see which ones will stay, see which ones end up great, see what you can do with them for about seven years until they start demanding a trade. Right now, there's nothing these small markets can do other than that. Oh, man, this guy, Presti, you know, this GM for OKC, he pulled a fast one because of this deal, he's going to be around for a few more years, oh, I'm telling you. Uh, oh, that is the way really to do it. Wait, you got to wait on my draft picks. Never mind about losing everybody the way that I did. Forget that James Harden trade. 
Would the hit be a smart to get CP3? I've done some actual reporting on this. Instead hey. of being your normally televised daily gas bag, I have actually asked some questions about this. And I don't think this is going to happen because before free agency started, I was told that the Miami Heat weren't going to go with these balloon contracts from 30-year-olds. And I thought to myself, that must mean they're talking about specifically CP3 because they went Jimmy Butler's route. He's about to turn 30. They sniffed around Russell Westbrook. But I don't think they go this this old Izzy and start from there because they've got expiring contracts and they're going to build around Butler with the next player that they hope is better than Butler. Well, first of all, he wouldn't be CP3 anymore because after Dwayne Wade just retired, nobody's going to wear number three for the Miami Heat. But there's still a lot to think about. I mean, they're hard capped right now. And if they can finagle some cap relief and a draft pick out of the Oklahoma City Thunder, a much needed draft pick by the Miami Heat, mind you, maybe it's something to think about. The other option is having this much faith in their current roster that you're not getting Jimmy Butler a co-star for, what, two years in his prime and waiting for 2021? That doesn't seem to be the plan. And the other thing is, is they've proven this offseason that you don't need salary cap space necessarily to make important moves so they could get Chris Paul and still look at 2021 at upgrading their roster somehow. Well, I would love it if uh, the Heat, uh, they get Chris Paul. You would? Ten years ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been, been great. Does the NFL's proposed 18-game schedule sounds like a good one? The thing that you are watching on television on Sundays that makes you so excited breaks human bodies and is unsafe baked into the bread. So you can't do this and then claim that you're going safety unless... You're taking two of the games and saying, hey, everyone's playing 16 games here. There's a strategy around the other two games, and you're going to have to sit people. It's a great idea from this reason and this reason only. It's the only way to camouflage the safety thing while also being able to have more games that you can now sell to these streaming services that are going to want to be around NFL football. They've got another revenue source. Of course, they're going to try and do stuff like this. This was a Wall Street Journal story, which makes total sense because it would be great business for the NFL. But if I'm a fan, I'm a little nervous here. Like if I'm going to a game and I want to watch Antonio Brown play and all of a sudden I realize, oh, I live in Arizona, so he's probably going to take this game off against the Arizona Cardinals. That's not great. Same thing with, you know, Odell Beckham and that exciting Cleveland Browns team. Which team are you going to be able to see? That's the only real drawback here because other than that, we all get more football and there are backup quarterbacks around the league in love with this idea. Are you kidding me? Two more weeks of football. Oh, 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 oh two oh, more weeks of pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah. I mean, you can have I'm the pizza anyway, <laughs> but okay. Is my Vrabel a little too committed to winning a Super Bowl? It's Vrabel. You were very close. Look, man, the V and the R there. That You will not find that in the Spanish language, so give him a break on that. He's the cocky coach of the Texans, and he goes on a show here in which he gets castrated. Would you cut your off for a Super Bowl? Oh, been married 20 years. Yeah, probably. You've got three. <clears throat> As a player. I guess we'll be married for 20 years one day. Would you, would, if, if you, 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 you won't need it. If you came yeah. home holding a bag of ice and Jen was like, oh, honey, what'd you do? She'd be like, I thought you already got fixed. I, I made the ultimate I had to cut my off, honey. We're going to win a Super Bowl. She'd be like, eh, all right. I, she, or would she it, be upset? She'd probably be on board. She would be like, do you want me to do it? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do it now? Do you want to do it now? I made the ultimate She's sacrifice. like warming up a knife in the fire, like yeah. getting ready to go. 
I mean, that should be sponsored by Budweiser. That should be busting with the boys. That should be a question that we're asking at Super Bowl press conferences of guys just to see what the answer will be. How do you feel if you're Vrabel's wife here, though? You feeling pretty good about this? Pat Riley said there's winning and there's misery. This is next level here. I mean, the guy wants to get rid of possibly the best appendage there is. Well, I tell you one thing. Trust me, after a certain age, it doesn't matter. Oh, my God. Okay, <laughs> very good. Uh, just cobwebs everywhere. Coming up next on my show, Stevie Show. This is not like physical contact. He just retaliates so over the top. So that's one flagrant. And then on the very next play... Yeah, this was after a back screen that he didn't like by that player and then took him out again. And that happened early, and Williams And then he's got permanent bitter beer face. You can't really do that. My Son TV show is brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Time to play the game that always enjoys getting a handwritten letter. Do you question? You give us topics and events, we question them. Mine, they come with a lot of bad words and bad names. Do you question if going for this foul ball was worth it? All right, this show does a very poor job of covering baseball's fair balls. But man, we cover the holy hell out of foul balls. I want you to follow this arrow. And this arrow has been replaced in a graphics upgrade to our budget by a banana. See if you can find... There it is. Thank hey, you for the helpful... Uh, hey, oh. raining. Is it worth it? How much money was lost there? That reminds me of that armored truck that opened up on the side of the highway the other day, and you got people just picking up cash on the side of the street. I would have kept it. I would have oh, just put it under, right under on, my Come on, Lute Olsen, grab that dollar and get out of there. I know someone who will never take his wallet out for anything. Who's that? Derek Jeter. <laughs> oh, that guy's stuck. Oh, he's tight. That's right. <laughs> Do you question which was the worst of Grayson Allen's two flagrant fouls? Flagrant's a tough word for him. Flagrant. He powered through it. It's okay. Say it again. Flagrant. <laughs> yes, flagrant <laughs> fouls. I can't believe that Grayson Allen's still doing this stuff. He plays for the Grizzlies. Look at this. Consecutive plays. We understand why. Thanks, banana. And Grayson Allen. So I mean, that. this guy just does not like physical contact. He just retaliates so over the top. So that's one flagrant. And then on the very next play. Yeah, this was after a back screen that he didn't like by that player and then took him out again. And that happened early. And Williams And then he's got permanent bitter beer face. <laughs> you can't really do that. <laughs> that's very poor defense. Alarmingly poor defense from Grayson Allen. Well, we have seen him doing worse things in a basketball court. We have. Yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah. We got a whole montage. Of All right, here we go. Yeah, here's Total the accident. montage, yes, the, the Grayson Allen, the hits. Oh. Yeah, here we go. Oh, what happened? <laughs> Always confused. Oh, that, that <laughs> seemed uh, on purpose. Mm. Who's this guy? <laughs> Ted Cruz. <laughs> Ted Cruz? Why is Ted Cruz out there? What? <laughs> he looks just like Grayson Allen, Dan. Come on. <laughs> Plays just like him, too. Do you question if teams should already regret not drafting Taco Fall? Yeah, Taco. Yeah, taco. likes tacos. He also taco. likes the undrafted wow. Taco. Uh, he is seven foot seven. He scored 12 points, eight rebounds, four blocks in this game. 
We are really covering the Grizzlies well today. <laughs> Good God, what are you supposed to do when that pterodactyl comes swooping out of the and sky? He's chasing down from behind. Look at the court coverage there. It's ridiculous. Why wouldn't you take a chance on this guy? First of all, in the second round, how often do you get a second round gem? And then undrafted? Of course it's a steal. Did he block that with his elbow? Now let's watch him play offense. What do we have here on offense? Oh. Oh, he's running the break. Oh, that's very easy when you live up there. How is he beating all those guys down the court? Standing reach of He's 10 seven foot seven. Did you see the line to get tacos autograph? It was crazy over there. He's become a bit of a cult phenomenon. This is ridiculous. Summer League, man, I'm telling you, it in itself is a phenomenon. A lot of bad jerseys in that line. <laughs> and here he and, comes. Man, duck. That is a long line. They're not going to be able to send that guy to the G League. Do you question if this pit crew owns the driver on Apology? All right, we go out to a race in Australia. We'll find the shame wherever it is we can get it. We will shame a pit crew. Do they owe this driver an apology? Van Gisbergen is the leader. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, that's just, okay, we just poured gas there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. uh, that's the one thing in a pit crew I know how to do. Pump the gas. How do you mess that up? <laughs> I, uh, what is the worst way you can do that? Just spray the car with it. Spray the car with lighter fluid. Boy, that was bad, but it could have been worse. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Oh, it can oh, be man. worse. It can be worse, yeah. yes. Oh. This here. Wow. Yes. That was and, really in there. Yeah, and it gets worse. You'll see in a second. That smoke, that's not a good oh. thing. Oh. That's a disaster right there. Uh, yeah. Everybody was fine. Everybody. We're confident. Yes. yes. And he just motors off because wouldn't you? What are you going to do? Stay there? Yeah, I did that. I, no, you got to get out of there. You take, you take your chances. Get out of there. Do you know what I called that? What's that? No, oh, here comes a bad one. Mm. Hot Wheels. I told you. I knew a bad one was coming. I, I, he likes it. Highly questionable. This broadcast from the Clevelander Hotel on beautiful South Beach, Miami. Time to play the game that love bunkering down in front of the TV with a pint of ice cream. See? Oh, no. Just one. You tell us what to watch on television tonight. We tell you if we're intrigued. I'm thinking the entire birthday cake. Ice cream cake. Tomorrow morning on ESPN, the women's final at Wimbledon. Simona Halep versus Serena Williams. Yes, and also interested in going back to Nadal and Federer 11 years ago. They played an amazing match, one of the most amazing we've ever seen. And somehow they were still playing today, 11 years later. Let's see what happened here there during their match. I don't. I have not seen one single call at Wimbledon. He got he got a time violation against Query over oh, at number you can't. one hour. Come on, it's a historic <laughs> event. There, you Early. what? We're reading a book at a historic event because no one's going to break serve. No one did in the first set. Uh, Izzy, are you intrigued? Of course, of course. It's all about Serena for me, though. It seems like ever since she got to number twenty three and tried to reach twenty four, those pressure moments just seem so much bigger and so much bigger. And I don't think she's living up to them as much. Thirty seven years old after having a baby, it's amazing that she's still here playing in these matches. Poppy, are you intrigued? 
Oh, si, si, I'm very intrigued. Are you kidding me? Simona against Serena. I'm telling you something. Serena is nine at once against Simona, but after tomorrow, Uh-oh. it's going to be oh. nine and two. Upset. Sunday on the Yes Network, Blue Jays and Yankees. I like Marcus Stroman. He is small. He's five foot eight, and Izzy thinks he's muscular and shredded. You've seen this photo. We're always putting it up here of Izzy all smoldering and stuff on these train tracks. Look how natural he is, just laying on train tracks. Those are not muscles. These are muscles. This is Stroman's dad right here. Look at this oh, guy. Oh man, this guy is. Uh, let's yeah. From another Ooh. angle, uh, those are legs. Those are legs. Thighs. On, on his those chest. are thighs on Stroman's dad. Uh, Stroman uh, got his mother's height. Izzy, are you intrigued? Only if he tells me his training regimen. <laughs> Poppy, how about you? Are you intrigued? Oh, see, see, I'm very intrigued. But listen, your dad also has some muscles. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Check this out. 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 Look at that shirt if you have any. Check my abs. Check my abs, too. Look at my abs. That's the best part. That's right. Abs. Abs. Right here. Right here. Right here. Look at that. I can compete against everybody. He said abs. Yeah. I'm ripped. (laughs) Streaming on Netflix, Blown Away. Uh, This is about blown glass. Can I interest you in some blown glass? Good morning, glass blowers. Is everyone ready to play with fire? Yeah. Yeah. Game on. We've built North America's biggest hotshot, where 10 exceptional artists push themselves to creative extremes. I want to see things that are going to amaze me. I'm definitely pushing my limits right now. Oh, yes. It's just the beginning. If they can survive our fiery competition... Careful! I know I won't get a second chance. It's nail it or die. They'll win a life-changing prize package that will establish them around the globe as best in glass. Glass breaks. It's what you do next that's important. I know the evaluators are ruthless. Their piece looked like something I might see in a gift shop. We need to be blown away. Oh, yes. What's worse than an explosion? An explosion of glass shards everywhere. Izzy, are you intrigued? You either have to come through or die in that show. Very dramatic. Much better than a Game 7. Poppy, are you intrigued? Oh, see, see, I'm very intrigued. Are you kidding me? We have a whole show about making bongs? You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. wow. We do. It's a whole show about Boy, bong that's, that's making. That's a good yeah. deal. That's Throw right. some explosions. Boom. That you got boom. a show. Saturday on Animal Planet, Dr. Jeff, Rocky Mountain Vet. I'm here for all things Animal Planet, but you're going to have to tell me what it is that you're going to entice me with here. Sherman's back this way. How's he been doing? Sherman's been doing great. It's important to get them spayed and neutered because they can be pretty aggressive um, in their breeding seasons, so to speak. Um, So it makes them a much better pet, a much more tolerable pet. He's like, hey, I remember you. Yeah, no, you're not touching that again. (laughs) (laughs) I think today went pretty well. You know, we got all eight of the the pigs that needed treatment taken care of. And Sherman looks really good. He hasn't really looked back since his neuter. 
Between this and Vrabel, I believe we've set a record for discussing the neutering of things today. Izzy, are you intrigued? We also set the record for showing pork on television. Delicious. Poppy, are you intrigued? Oh, see, see, I'm very intrigued. Hey, Sherman, I know that what happened to you was real bad. But it could have been worse. No, it couldn't no. have been. Oh, yeah. What's worse than I that? I don't think that. I mean, is it worse? Is it worse? Yes. Are we sure? <laughs> you get to, you know, run in the Tour de France, and maybe you still have your part. What's in his other hand? The pig is dead. That's one of his legs. I know, that is one of his legs. Was that one of his legs? I thought it was a duck trophy of some sort. Exactly. I'm sorry, I wasn't really applying any logic to that video. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you for watching. Have a good weekend, and we do appreciate you watching. Great job, BC. We'll see you next week. No. Ah! <laughs> ah!